name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. The dog looks scared to death. Well, she's looking for food, and uh, there's nothing up here, so she's just disappointed. Yeah, she was all about being held up till you started banging those bells, and all of a sudden her ears slicked back. She had this look of terror on her <laughs> what face. Fresh hell is but she this? didn't want to be put down. She wanted to be held. Sweet baby. What are you talking about? That dog is literally like like four fluffy paws away from being the spawn of Satan most days. You hush your mouth. I'm serious. No, she just doesn't like it when I <laughs> when I walk or get out of bed or <laughs> leave her sight. Yeah. She doesn't do that to me at all. Ever. Hi, listeners. You're not her person. Yeah. Well... You're listening to Following the Friars, and, if well, you probably know that already. But Holly and I have this dog. She's, Gia. A, she's a Morky, yes. which is Maltese Yorkshire Terrier mix. Yes. She looks, her markings and, and the way she looks is Imagine York, Yorkshire a, Terrier, but her, her fur, the way it grows, is Maltese. Just, she's an Ewok. She really is. Yeah. She's five pounds of... Well, she thinks she's a Doberman. Yeah. But And anyway, when Holly's laying down on the sofa to relax or just seated on the sofa, if she gets up to walk away, the dog barks and, and nips bite, at her ankles. And, and bites my yeah, ankles. Nips she, at your ankles. Yeah. And if Holly walks from one room to another, the dog barks. If she goes outside, the dog barks. If she comes inside, the dog barks. I walk around, the dog doesn't bother me. I sit down, and the dog wants to chew my feet off. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but... I don't understand why she has such a fit when I get out of bed in the mornings. I, like, she will be... It's in the weirdest a, thing. She will be in a dead sleep, and the minute I flip the covers back, she is, like, wide awake, standing there waiting to just bark at me. Yeah. Right in front of you. Yeah. There was one morning you managed to slip out. I don't know how you managed to vampire your way out of the bed. But she was dead asleep. You went to the bathroom. You used the bathroom. You flushed the toilet. You turned out the light. And you stood in the doorway and you went, I'm going to get coffee. And then as soon as you cleared the bedroom door, her little head popped up from underneath the covers. What just happened? (laughs) And literally sprung forth from the bed as if, Fired from a rocket. What is so funny, and I'm glad that we don't have video evidence of this, but (laughs) when Anna Kate spends the night, I know that the dog barking will wake her up. So I will make sure that the dog is close enough for me to hold her while (laughs) while I'm getting out of the bed. 
And I know I can't put her down to go to the bathroom because she'll she'll stand there and bark at me while I'm oh, yeah. sitting. Yeah. So I will hold her under one arm and ah, ah. use the other free hand to get myself situated to take care of what I need to take care of. And and I do I mean like I do it all with one hand and I'm thinking this is this is talk about a juggling act. This has to be, you know, my finest mom moment that I have honed a skill that I can, you know, Use one hand. That's not necessarily a mom moment. Dog. Well, people learn that in college. You hold your drink and your cigarette, and you take care of your business with one hand. Ew! I've seen it. Ew! And they're doing the squat and hover. Yeah. Okay, that was more info and I'm just a saying. mental image I did not want. I'm just saying. Uh, well, hello, listeners. We are so sorry that uh, <laughs> we just went down that road. Gross. Um, <laughs> and that we missed last week. We were busy uh, shooting fireworks for the 4th of July with Anna Kate yes. and enjoying sparklers and all of the things holidays. So yeah. we uh, decided to take a break. Sorry we didn't let you in on it, but yeah. we're here now. We, 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 yeah. Vacation. <laughs> it wasn't a vacation. It was a break. Yeah. Oh, now I'm thinking of Ross and Rachel. It oh, was, God. It was a break. We were on a break. <laughs> What say you, listeners? Was it were Ross and Rachel on a break? Who who messed up? Because I can you can make an argument for either one. You can make an argument for either either one, but I'm you know I uh, am have always been of the opinion that they broke up. See, she couldn't be mad. They broke up. See, my the fact she had a change of heart should. Not, I mean, yeah. okay, so you had a change of heart, but they broke up. So. She expected him to be grieving it the same way she was grieving it. Which was not at all. Right. Yeah. This well, is. He was he was grieving it. He just chose to. Grieve it poorly. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> right. here, Here's. <laughs> Why here, are we talking about this show? I don't know. Because the show's kind of timeless in a weird way. It really All right, is. so this I still is watch it. this is my contention. Okay, this is this is what I have always said the whole time. Rachel knew that Ross had a problem with the the guy Mark. Mark. Mm-hmm. She knew that this was a point of uh, of uh, of uh, this was a, a a sore spot for Ross. He right? he was very insecure. Very insecure about it and she did nothing to help the situation at all whatsoever. She just like just swept all his feelings under the rug about it. It's just like, "Oh, Ross, you're being silly. You're making a mountain out of a molehill." He was, but she was not taking into account that he had feelings over the matter and she was being rather selfish. Now, uh, she says we need a break. And regardless of whether or not that meant we're breaking up or not, Ross called the apartment because he wanted to hear Rachel's voice and he wanted to talk about it. And he wanted to voice his feelings. And who picked up the phone? Mark. Mark. So what would you think in that situation? I know what I would think. Uh, I Whether would, it was correct or not, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was correct in Ross's mind because he was mm-hmm. like, oh, Okay. That's how it is. This is how it is. Yeah. She'd rather be with this dude than to be with me. I always thought Rachel was such a brat. Rachel Green, the character, was a brat. (laughs) 
I don't know Jennifer Aniston personally, so I can't speak to whether or not she is. I I don't know. No, I don't talking, think so. I'm talking the character. The character Rachel Green definitely a a a, a brat. Mm-hmm. They did that on they, they, but they had that same character arc on what was that other show about the doctors? ER. Wasn't that was it? Was it ER or, or was, was it, it Grey's Anatomy? It was Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, oh with, my the, God. with the blonde chick and the the. But you know, but you, but you can say that's a going thing because you know, Doctor Gray, whiny, just ugh, ugh. Ugh. it's like okay, I quit watching the show after a couple of seasons because I just could not deal with her whininess. But then you had Ally McBill at the in the oh, late nineties. Yeah, she was a whiner, and I'm just yeah. like, I can't watch this show because you whine too much. Just like yeah, ugh, give me a break. So yeah, yeah, yeah that, but, that's kind of an ongoing. But in Rachel Green's defense. Ross is kind of a whiny brat, too. So They were perfect for each other. They really were. <laughs> and here we be, are, 30 years later, still talking about still it. Still talking about it. So clearly it left a, an impression. Yes. Uh, although we came to the conclusion that the show was always about Monica and, uh, and Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. I still want to know how exactly. Like, they never inventoried the closet. Where Monica kept all the stuff. They opened it one time and you saw that there was a bunch of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But there was that one closet door past the bathroom. Yes, I recall. I remember the episode where she was emphatic that no one opened that door. Yeah, and they opened it up and found everything. An that, avalanche yeah, of stuff that of she stuff. Had crammed in there. Yeah. But I wanted to know everything that was in there. Was it... Just a closet, or was it a full bedroom? (laughs) I think it was just a closet. Could have been either way. I just want to know what their their rent was. I mean, that was a big apartment. All right, so... Rent control, I know. No, 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 no. This is my question, right? Because rent control can be passed from one family member to another, right? Mm -hmm. So, my question is, if... Monica qualified for the rent-controlled pricing because the the apartment belonged to her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't Ross want to live there in the apartment with the rent-controlled conditions? Well, they could. I mean, that. They, I mean, I realized they had to close the show. I was going to say they couldn't close the show with, although they could do a, a a revamp with him living in it. Yeah, I guess so. You know. He and his dinosaurs. Or Monica and Chandler's kids. I mean, it has been roughly, I don't know, almost 20 years now. Yeah, so their kids could be grown. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Okay, for any uh, sitcom writers out there, get busy. (laughs) I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you could just still have Uncle Joey living across the hall. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Wow. You know, it did occur to me uh, not too long ago, like, like how much money, like, the cast was making, the main cast, and they're still making. They, but, but how much money they were making per episode? I mean, they were getting paid a lot. Mm-hmm. And you think about it, in one season, you do twenty three episodes, twenty six episodes, something like that, something like that, yeah. And they were making well over a million dollars an episode. Just initially, and then they were also getting points on it. And well, I mean, it, on the it back was end. the most popular sitcom on television at the time. So probably, I, mean, I would. 
I would probably guess that it, it, it might even be still tops in syndication. I think you're correct. Yeah. I mean, because I mean you see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch it most of the time. That and everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Gosh, <laughs> that's that just funny. Too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah. How did we get on that tangent? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. How's your, how have you been today? Um, You've been busy today. I've been busy for the last few days. Yeah. And I'm going to be busy for the next few days. It's We had... It seems like the the lake day that we had the other, you know, we Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like it happened at exactly the right time. You've been busy before and you're like super busy after. Same thing for me. We just couldn't have planned it better. No, no, it worked out really well and it was really did. even though it rained, it was a nice day to uh, to be on water. Well, yeah. Well, I I've said this a million times. I would rather be looking at the lake or the beach in the rain than be at home to look at the rain. Like, <laughs> because it's it's on water. It's, yeah. you know, it's somewhere that... Well, there's something healing about it. Very much so. Very much so. And the lake's closer, so I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. I had thought about... Um, you had told me at one point in our backyard when your parents lived here, that they had a, a koi pond, and I had thought, now that we have that giant gazebo gone, <laughs> like, hey, we could put in a pond. And then I heard the the owls in the hollow, <laughs> and I remember the tale that uh, the owls would come and feast on your mom's kois. Yeah, she could not keep koi because, hello, <laughs> yeah, the, the the owls would swoop down and, and get them out of her pond. So, and and for those who don't know, most of you do. The house that we live in, my parents built it back in the 90s. Uh, I never lived in it. Uh, I was grown and already out of the house. But um, they built it, and, well, we had the good fortune to be able to buy it when it came on the market. From and, from the people who had from, bought it from your parents. Right, right. So we're only the third owners. Um, so lots of – there are lots of memories here, you know, celebrations and things like that. Sure. But, I, but I did not live in this house until – we actually bought it. Yeah. Um, so yes, lots of lots of tales that I get to tell Chris about days past, like koi ponds and such. So, yeah. You know, it occurred to me that right now, with everything gone and cleaned up in that big empty spot, I could I could I could throw down some plywood and inflate the pool for Anna Kate. Um. No. <laughs> the the pool needs to be put up on the on the driveway where where i showed yes. you um because i have big plans for that backyard yes so yeah you just took your jewelry off either your hands are hurting or you're getting ready to scrap and um well i'm the only other person in the room which means you're getting ready to scrap with me no, you only need to get concerned if I start taking out my earrings. Oh, okay. All right. If those start coming out and I take off my shoes, then you you know it's <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I was watching uh I was watching this video compilation of this couple on TikTok. Uh and the, the channel is Moon Tell That. Did you cave and put the TikTok app on your phone? No. You go to their YouTube channel? Yeah. Okay. And Moon Tell That is uh 
She is so funny. She's hilarious, but she's always taking off her slippers and throwing them at her husband. He deserves it, though. He picks on her. He does. He is relentless with his his practical Practi- jokes. Yeah, those yeah. practical jokes are yeah. horrible. I actually deleted, uh, deleted, disabled, deleted. What word am I looking for? Anyway, I, I got rid of my TikTok account and took it completely off my phone because I decided if I wasn't going to post anything, why have it on my phone? So I don't even. Well, have, there you go. I don't even have TikTok on my phone anymore. Plus, I was running out of space. You have the. I I don't know how you do it. I have the exact same phone you do. I am always. You have seventeen hundred pictures and fifty five videos on your phone. Yes. Well, then I don't know. I think I think for me, it's all the real estate apps that I have on my phone that you don't have on your phone, and yeah. they're, they're apps that I have to I use. I mean, I I still have. Yeah. No, my phone is full. My memory is like I, I have like. Yeah. And we just got these the phones. The phone is full. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think there's a little bit of false advertising going on when they tell you that there's, you know, a certain amount of memory on the phone. Part of that memory is taken up by uh, system stuff that comes loaded on yeah. the phone. So you don't really have what they say yeah. you have because all of their crap I would, is... I would, I would say that's a fair assessment. Yeah, so I was pretty ticked when I figured that out, um, you know. Oh yeah, there, there's. You're gonna get 32 gigs of space, and then there's literally only 18 gigs available for you. Right, because the rest of it's system stuff for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, I'm, I, I can already hear it now. Someone out there is saying, "Well, you know, if you put things in the cloud." No. No, thank you. No, I don't trust myself to have. I. I, I the closest thing to having things in the cloud that I have for me is using temporarily using Dropbox to transfer files from my phone to Dropbox to your, to your, and then onto my laptop. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't even have that. So uh, it was funny. I was in a um, in a Zoom call today, and there was a discussion about using Alexa and Siri. And all of those kind of things. And I wow. and I was I actually put in the group chat. I was like, I'm an Android user currently on a MacBook. My technology is a mess. Like don't don't add one more thing to the mix of a piece of technology I have to talk to. Yeah. And you know, or something else that's listening to me. Right. I I still use an iPod, a generation seven. Uh, iPod mm-hmm. to listen to my music and it's got the wheel mm-hmm. and it does not have um it does not have bluetooth capability you have to actually plug it in plug a wired set of headphones into it which i prefer i can use my inner monitors and they seal up perfectly i don't hear anything from the outside world and best of all the reason i use the thing is while i'm listening to my music i want to listen to music and enjoy it unfettered and that means my phone can just go ding, 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 ding all it wants with notifications. But I ain't going to hear it. Why? Because I'm lost in my little my little bubble. But you know you can turn off notifications while you're listening to music. Yeah, right? I'm too dumb to figure out how to turn them back on. <laughs> but no, it defeats the purpose. I don't want to have to. I can't keep. I, I, I've, I've got. I, mean, I still use my iPod Touch. Yeah, but I mean, I have. 
I forget how many gigabytes of like it's a ridiculous amount of gigabytes on my iPod and it's almost full and there's no way I could hold that music on my phone or any phone for that matter, mm-hmm. which means I would have to rely upon the cloud, the cloud, my computer being turned on all the time connected to said cloud to get the music. And no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to depend on anybody else but me. Well, I understand that. I mean, you know, people say it's not going to, oh, that, that would never happen when I when I throw up the, uh, you know, my tinfoil hat gets a buzzing and I say, oh, yeah, but what happens if somebody gets mad at you because of social media and, and decides to cut off your access to all of your fun things and people say, oh, no, that would never happen. Guess what? Not too long ago, a guy had his entire smart home locked he was locked out of his home because of some stupid social media post that was taken out of context or or maybe it wasn't that maybe it, alexa overheard him or something i forget what it was but his entire smart home locked him out well once again it takes me back to the maximum overdrive uh, reference i made i think a couple of episodes ago the whole machines taking over things i think that we have been lulled into a sense of false security over convenience, i.e. letting all of these gadgets do things for us because, well, we are inherent, <laughs> we are inherently right. lazy. And I don't think that's such a good thing. No, it's not. It's not a good thing. I mean, granted, technology is a necessary evil in, in some ways. I mean, I have to use my computer. I can't yeah. not use my computer. Most of what has to be done in my world has to be done on a computer. Yeah. But I can limit well, you know, how much access there is. Joe Rogan, uh, not too long ago, uh, presented a, an interesting thought, which was, you know, ancient civilizations like preserved all of their information in stone. Right, so it survives for eons and millennia. Yeah, we're still looking at it. And we're still it, looking and at it, deciphering it. it. Yeah. yeah, and everything that we have is on perishable items. That you know, if there was well, ever some massive cataclysmic event, the history of of you know everything that we've done in in this modern civilization will just be wiped off, wiped away. I know. Sometimes I think that's by design. <laughs> It'll be Mother Earth shaking us off like a bad case of fleas. Well, you know, I've said for the longest, I'm so glad social media did not exist when I was a teenager. Oh, man. Can you imagine how much more trouble most rock stars would have been in? Oh. In the 70s and 80s. Oh, my gosh. It would have, yeah, it would have been next level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, next level. But I will say, you know, I, it, it technology has its place. I just, I don't, I don't want a smart house. Smart I don't either. I don't want, you know. Now, do I love the fact that I can walk up to my car and it detects the, the key and just unlocks? Yes. No, no, no. You I, should enjoy I, technology. I love for sure. that. I love that. But there's just certain aspects that I'm. Yeah. Like, no, I'm good. I don't need that. Yeah. I think it's okay to, to enjoy technology. I think it's okay to use it where. I just it can think be, some become too dependent on it. Right? I'm like, okay, if you were dropped off in the wilderness. Out of, with with no Wi-Fi, what would you do? Out of everyone that you know in your immediate social circles, mm-hmm. 
And I mean in real life, not on Facebook or yeah, yeah, or, no, or whatever. People actually interact with people that you actually interact with on a regular basis. Out of all of them, how many people do you know of that would be perfectly fine if <laughs> if suddenly Wi-Fi no longer existed? Um, they're all Gen Xers because we all lived through. <laughs> we remember a time where there was no Wi-Fi, no cell phone, no. No, uh, well, no real computers to who, speak of. Who do you know would be the most at ease the quickest? To not have Wi-Fi? To not have a phone and Wi-Fi and all of that. Probably Jennifer. Yeah. I don't know. Who 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 do you think would be? Oh, you. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I was thinking about my girlfriends. I forget. Yeah, that would be you. And And folks, let me tell you why I know this. <laughs> My emergency contact with all of my doctors, with anyone who needs an emergency contact. It ain't me. It's not Chris. I could be laying on the side of the road missing an arm. And I know not to call him because he does not have that. He is not attached to his phone unless he's playing a video game. And then he is tethered. And there have been times where I have called you and I have known that that phone is in your hand and you did not answer me. And I'm like... He just let me go to voicemail so that he can finish his no. Centipede it, honestly, game. you know what? What's so hilarious is, I'll I'll play a game for a little bit and I'll literally put down the phone and, and I'll that's think when and I call. I'll think to myself, I've been on this device too long. I need a break. I'll literally lay it down and walk away to go to the bathroom, and then I'll hear it from the other end of the house that's, buzzing yeah. and yeah, going yeah. nuts. And I'm like, dang it, why did she call when I'm away from the oh, phone? Oh, yeah. When, if you pull up, you know, in case of emergency, my uh, my ICE contact in my phone, it's not you. Sorry. I don't even have that listed in my phone. Yeah. So... And the I'll power always, of social media will always, contact you. And I always let the if right. I always <laughs> let the girls know, hey, you're my emergency contact. If they if you see a number you don't recognize, please answer it. It could be the ER. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just keeping it real. Absolutely. I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm not no, I'm not going to say I'm not mad about it. I have been very angry about it when I've called you, and it's been very important, and you don't answer your phone. I'll even text. Although, probably the last time that it really was important was when my mother passed away, and I called you, and I called you, and you didn't answer. So I finally just texted 911 because I was like, this is not something you leave in a voicemail. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm not going to leave in a voicemail. And, hey, dude, I need you. I need you to like answer the phone. And, and what was so, you know, what's so interesting is I had set my phone down because that was the day I was picking up my very, it, it was my very first drum kit that I had left with someone to have them refurbished and restored. Right. And so I had set my keys and my phone down and had walked away into a different room. Mm-hmm. to look at the drums. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to pick up my keys because it was like, oh, man, okay. So I, I I paid him, and I went to grab my keys and my phone so that we could start loading up the drums into the truck. And I turned my phone over, and I see that text, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Hey, I got to do this real quick. And and that's when I, you know. So, I called you back and and found out what a serious situation it was and I, and I look at my friend Gary and I'm like um 
I'm going to have to leave these here. I'm so sorry. And he had them set up in, in the middle of his in the middle of his den. Oh, bless him. Thank the goodness. Thank goodness for him that his wife is also a drummer. Right. So she was kind of probably okay with it. Yeah, but that was probably really the only time that I was super frustrated that you didn't answer the phone. Sure. Um, you know, and again, Understandably again so. that's not something you leave on someone's voicemail. No. <laughs> There's been a death. Can you can you maybe scoot on home? Um, but yeah, it's, but seriously though, you're, you are not my emergency contact person. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real. You're, you're not. <laughs> I mean, you do, you are on all of my, um, like HIPAA forms where if I were to be, you know, hospitalized or something. Well, that, yeah. Cause that, I'm the one who, I'm the one who. Right. That they could talk to you, but. Well, not only that, but we have but those. But so advanced, are the girls. <laughs> we also have those advanced directives where if if you're in a vegetative state and someone needs to be in charge of pulling the plug, then I'm the one who has to make that choice. Maybe. Oh, you took me away off that? Okay. Whew, goodness gracious. No. No, you, you get to pull the plug. No, you get, you get to pull the plug for me. You're the only one. Careful. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Easy. Answer your phone. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god pay attention to that phone oh lord uh, yeah oh so. goodness gracious oh <laughs> i can't <laughs> yeah well you know we'll have to touch next week on our um grammatical pet peeves oh man do i have a long list of them yes yes that uh, will be a topic for next week you know what okay so we'll do that as homework i'll make my list and, and I'll make mine. And you make your list. Okay. And then we'll get together and we'll just talk about it. Okay. And uh yeah, cuz that'll be Yeah, that's 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 going to be We may step on a couple of toes Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. I mean, there listen. Do we have any English majors out there? <laughs> do you want to send us some suggestions? Uh, you ain't gonna have- be an English major to like voice a, uh, uh, lodge a complaint on this subject. I was, yeah, yeah. Send us an email and let us know what you, what your grammatical pet peeves. pet peeves are, or or spelling pet peeves at that, or misspelling pet peeves, I should say. Yeah, you know what this music means, my dear. We gotta go. We gotta go. Mm. But we will return next week after a uh, quick trip out of town for me. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So you've been listening to Following the Friars. We thank you so much for tuning in and listening and all that other fun stuff. And in the meantime, be kind to one another. Bye. Bye.